What's up, everybody? It's that time again for everybody's favorite mediocre program. This podcast is Just Okay. I'm your host, Nick Rose. I'm your co-host, Paul Rose. Paul, welcome back to the show, little man. I got to tell you a story, dude. So today, a man knocked on my door and asked for a small donation towards the local swimming pool. Okay. I gave him a glass of water. <laughs> Let's hit the theme. All right, buddy. I love hearing the theme song. It always gets me so pumped up for the week. Yeah. Yeah. And I got to tell you something. I'm going to tell you on the show. It's heartfelt. Okay. And I'm, I'm looking at you. We're sitting across from each other at the table right now. And I'm sitting here. I'm looking at the laptop and our cool microphones and everything. Yeah. This is the best part of my week. <laughs> Thanks. I mean it. I love doing this with you. Thank you. And I got to remind you that every time. How have you been? Uh, I've been really good. Yeah? What you been up to, man? Um. Um... Playing kick the buddy on my phone. Yeah, you like kick the buddy. Yeah, I like uh, kicking the buddy. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't condone that. I don't kick my friends. Um, <laughs> um, but I will say this though, um, you came up with tonight's episode, which I'm really excited about. We'll, yeah, we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but first, I gotta tell you, you know, I went and saw Kevin Smith the other night. Yeah. Uh, Jay wasn't there like I thought he was gonna be. He was in Salt Lake doing a convention. Okay. We saw Clerks 3. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh man, it was amazing. I can't say enough great things about it and how much I loved it. Because it, it, I won't spoil the movie. I'll just say you love the characters. Okay. If you've, if you've grown up watching Kevin Smith films, which you haven't yet, but but I'm going to show you those movies someday. When okay. you're, you're a little bit older, you'll understand them. Um, you grow up with those characters so much in... in we haven't seen them in a while, you know. I have because I, I was I'm always watching Kevin Smith movies, right? I was watching yeah. Tusk the other morning, Ooh. where um, man turns another man into a walrus, which yeah. I'm always talking about on this show. Hashtag walrus, yes. Yeah, uh, that one was really good. Yeah, it was. Justin Long was amazing in it, and uh, he's also in Clerks. That's cool. I mean, you think of just about anybody who's ever been in one of his movies. Yeah, they are in this movie. It goes full circle of life in this movie. And um, it's beautiful. And I was thinking about it today because we went to the store. Yeah. And a My Chemical Romance song came on the radio. And I'll tell you, I told you in the car, I've always hated that band. I, I was never um, into the emo scene. I didn't like emo kids. I was into pop punk. Yeah. Pop punk was great. And then around 2004, 2005-ish, emo came onto the scene and just destroyed it. Everyone had the sad hair. Gross. And, and the, 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 the tight pants and... Everything was like screaming and crying into the microphone. And it was like, why are you guys crying? You're rich, right? <laughs> anyway, My Chemical Romance was one of those bands that I could not stand at all. Hated them. And <clears throat> watching Clerks the other night. Yeah. I'll spoil this part. The song The Black Parade, which is one of their biggest songs, was the opening credits to the movie. And I never realized how beautiful that was. Just seeing it with the characters. And and um, I was explaining it to you in the car, and I said I'm going to tell the story on the podcast here. Um, just 
how different it was seeing the movie in the theaters with Kevin there. Because as the characters were coming onto the screen, you know, you see Dante for the first time get out of his car, the whole audience cheered. And then you see you see Randall come out of the building and the whole audience cheers. And then you see Jay and Silent Bob show up and the audience goes nuts. And like every time <clears throat> something big would happen like that, the audience had such a great reaction that it makes seeing movies like that super special. And it's something that you, you got to experience to understand it. And it's like, I don't know, until you see a movie like that in that that capacity, it was yeah incredible i know you missed it but um that sounds awesome oh man it was so good and i i i can't wait to see it again dude it was incredible i'm excited to see it <clears throat> and and for anyone listening that's ever seen the kevin smith movies you know that Mooby is the giant cow um yeah. it, he was introduced in dogma it's like their version of mcdonald's basically <laughs> and a while back they had the movies pop up where we got to go in Get the cow tipper burger and stuff like that. Yeah. Anyway, at the show the other night, they had the movie's mascot, the the golden calf, yeah. as a Funko Pop. And I bought it, and it's signed by Kevin. And then I also have the script for Clerks 2 signed by Kevin and Jay. That's so cool. <clears throat> and then you saw the, the giant poster for Clerks 3, the giant metallic poster we got to put so in our movie room. did you buy it signed, or...? Yeah, they had them, they had them pre-signed up okay. at the... Up at the register there, so I was like, "Oh, I have to have that. It's so cool." So, um, did the audience come out in the movie theater? What do you mean? Um, I mean, did the people who play in the movies come out in the movie theater? No, it was just Kevin. Okay. But I mean, when you see those characters on the screen, I mean, imagine going to see Sonic. Yeah. And the second you see Sonic on the screen, the whole audience cheers mm-hmm. for Sonic, right? Yeah. It was like that. It was it was incredible. That's cool. So anyway, he did that and he did a Q&A afterwards. And it was it was cool listening to him talk and tell stories. And um, one of the biggest things he said, and uh, I'll say it on the show here, I was talking to you about it, is don't ever let the sun go down on an argument. Yeah. Because tomorrow's not promised, right? Mm-hmm. You never know what tomorrow's going to hold, if at all. You know, if that's going to be the last conversation you have with somebody is um, not the best conversation right so you should always make amends um apologize when needed because you know there are things bigger than than your ego basically so um i just wanted to clear that up but he also said this other thing that's going to tie into the show okay um and just a little little tidbit because i'm always advertising and i know you hate when i do my ads (laughs) that's okay but he said something about you know because life's not promised and tomorrow isn't promised and stuff you know everybody out there has a dream Mm-hmm. And everybody out there has a goal and a, a certain thing that they want to do in life and the th- thing that they want to work on. But life gets in the way. You got to go to work. You got to go to school. You're too tired. Something happens, right? Yeah. And when that happens, you put that thing aside and you go, oh, I'll get to it later. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. Uh-huh. We don't know when later is going to be and, and if there's going to be a later. I'm sorry I'm getting dark on you here. Um, but because of that, you should get out now. And follow your dream. Do the thing that you want to do. Do the thing that you've been putting off, right? Well, there's something I've been putting off. And I came home and that resonated with me so much. And I said, you know what? I've been talking about writing a horror novel. Mm-hmm. I've been talking about trying to have it out before Halloween. <clears throat> yeah. And the premise of the book, I wanted to take other people's stories, confessions, if you will, and have them tell true paranormal or scary experiences that they've had and 
I was going to compile it all into a giant book, like an anthology book, right? Yeah. So after coming home from clerks the other night, mm-hmm. everyone went to bed, and I sat up here with the, with the laptop, and I started typing and typing and typing. And I ended up typing this nine-page introduction to this horror novel that I didn't have a title for. And next thing you know, the next night or two that I was working on it, yeah, uh, it was 207 pages. No way. Yeah, and once I got all the formatting done, it dropped it down to 177 pages, I think. Okay. I got the book submitted. <clears throat> okay. And here within the next day or so, I will have my fourth book, self-published, available for sale through Amazon. Yeah, so I'm a four-time author, dude. Something I never thought I would ever be. That's cool. In, I've always wanted to be an author. I love reading. You love reading? You can totally write, dude. You have the best imagination. Yeah. And the, and the thing is, I, I never thought about that. I'm going to get real on the show tonight. I feel, I'm feeling real, right? Yeah. I've always... I, I never thought I was going to do what I do. Like, I wanted to be a giant rock star. I was going to be the biggest rock star in the world. I going to be bigger than Kiss, right? Yeah. And for a while, I was doing shows and, and playing music. I have, what, 12 albums that I have for sale. Um, I've done song after song after song on the podcast. And, and I've been doing that for, man, almost 30 years. Okay. Right? Which is nuts. <clears throat> so I thought that's all I was ever going to be in life. You come along. You know, I never thought I'd have kids. You come along. Best thing that ever happened to me in this world. Thank you. Made me realize I don't want to be a rock star. Maybe I want to be a rock star to you. Maybe I want to just be the best possible dad I can be, right? So I try my best. Even in times when I lose my patience, I try to be the best I can be for you. Because I love you. I love you too. Thank you. And so that that's a goal, right? Mm-hmm. I'm already like a million times better than my dad, right? Yeah. Because I've been there every day. Yeah. I didn't walk out on you when you were three. Ah, oh, open wounds. Anyway, <laughs> so on top of that, I, I do the music thing, right? Yeah. I'm there for you and Lily. And uh, what else? I do the podcast. I, I got to become a podcaster, which is before podcasts existed, dude, I wanted to be a radio host. Okay. Right? Kind of what we do now, right? Cool. And back in the day, I used to have this old radio with cassette tapes, and I would record myself doing radio shows. Yeah? Yeah. I wish I could find the cassette tapes. I'd show you. They're awful. But um, doing the show, right? Yeah. And then when you were born, I thought to myself, I want to write kids' books so I can have a book because I always used to love reading to you. Yeah. And I never was able to write anything that I liked. And so I said, you know what? Write something you know. And I came out with my first book, A Lot of Rock and a Little Roll, which was that autobiography about my life as a musician. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it's A-OK, right? <laughs> Sold 13 copies worldwide. Yeah. 13 copies? Yeah, 10 of them were for me, but. <laughs> <laughs> and then it inspired me. You and I made a comic book, which is available for Kindle, called uh-huh. Figures in Action. We used your action figures and made a Ghostbusters comic. And then after that, I came out with the coloring book. Uh-huh. We were in, me and your mom were in Hawaii, and we thought, well, I saw these, these people at the local market making coloring books to, from pictures that they had taken of the wildlife in Hawaii. Uh-huh. I thought to myself, well, I can do that too, right? I got pictures of the cat mask. So let's put on the cat mask, turn it into a coloring book. Yeah. Well, now I've done this with this book too. And I figure if you ever have a goal, Paul, mm-hmm. doesn't matter what anyone else says, do it. Okay. okay? 
Make your thing, man. Make your art. Do the thing that makes you proud. I'm really proud of this book. And I can't wait to read it. I hope it's good. I haven't read it yet. Yeah. But that uh, that went over your head, dude. I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you wrote it in like three days. I was inspired, man. And this has been like something in my head. And I've been emailing myself ideas like for the last couple months. Yeah. And so a lot of it was just copy and paste my ideas that I already had written for the last couple months. Okay. And the book came together in like two days. Nice. And it was beautiful. So the title, oh, it's it's a stupid title. I, I came up with it late last night. It was going to be called The Red Candle, which yeah. I thought that's a cool name for a book, right? It already exists. And then I was like, Haunted Clouds, right? Yeah. Because it's two in the morning. I'm beyond tired. And then I realized this book has nothing to do with clouds. That's a stupid name. <laughs> so I came up with the name Ominous Forum. Ooh. That's the name of the book. Kind of reminds me of a ghost album. Yeah. Right? Ominous Forum. That's what I was thinking. And then in parentheses, it's called um, an an- a horror anthology brought to you by the guy that hosts this podcast is just okay. <laughs> that's funny. Longest title ever, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's my update. That's where I've been. Um, we you- need to make another coloring book. Oh, I would love to make another coloring book. we got tons more photos we can add. We could do a part two. Yeah. Or we can revise it. Um, which is like put out the same coloring book but add the pages in that we Ooh. didn't have before and have like a second edition re- revision of the book. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, we could do that too. <clears throat> so anyway, big things are happening this week. Yeah. Right? So uh, it's a busy week, man. So we had Kevin Smith, uh, which was incredible. The next thing we got coming on here in a couple days. Yes. Go ahead. Oh, I'm going to a Gorillas concert. We're going to go see the Gorillas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you super excited? Yeah, I'm like so excited. Uh, I got this shirt the other day at the mall. Yeah, I saw that. It's really cool. Yeah. Oops. Oh, no, I bumped the microphone. Unprofessionalism. <laughs> I should probably cut that out of the show. Or I'll leave it because I'm lazy. Yeah, That happens it. too. Um, so anyway, um, I, I I think I've told it on the show before. I have I was never re- a really big uh, fan of the gorillas. Yeah. Right? I didn't really listen to their music. That wasn't my style of music. When I was a kid, when I was your age, I was listening to... You know, pop punk bands like Newfound Glory or uh, Phoenix TX or Finch or The Starting Line, stuff like that, right? And then the classics: Kiss, Metallica, Megadeth, Alice Cooper, yeah. Bad Company, Deep Purple. And so when the Gorillas came out, they had a lot of like hip hop vibe, okay. and I was not down for that. I said, "Rap is stupid, hip hop's dumb. I'm not listening to any of this." Right? Yeah. <clears throat> you tell me, hey, I'm a Gorillas fan, Dad. I go, oh, great. <laughs> so, <laughs> Dad. So, but. I go, okay, and I ended up getting you all the albums. Yeah. I've put all the albums in my iPod. Yeah, I have an iPod. And I I made a playlist based around their set list so that I can kind of learn the songs and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I'm digging them, dude. Yeah, I'm digging them, and I'm really excited for the show. And I'm going, man, I think I missed out on a really great um, era of music. And I'm glad that you, of all people, got to introduce me to that. Yeah. Because I'm constantly showing you stuff. Uh, Don't you listen to it at your work? I have a couple times, yeah. Um, have you listened to that playlist or um, the, the albums? Both. Both. But I'm more focusing on the playlist that I made because that's based around their set list that they're playing this, this year. What are your favorite songs? Oh, dude. See, that's the problem. When I'm at work, I have my phone in my pocket and I'm just listening to the songs. I don't know the names of any of them. And I don't... The, the stupid thing about buying music digitally yeah. is that... 
you don't have the physical copy. I don't have the booklet to look at. Remember I was showing you the ghost album the other night? Yeah. Yeah, tell me about that. Uh, it was awesome. Uh, man, Impera? Yeah. Um, you got me Impera. You played Impera on the record player, mm-hmm. and there's this cool booklet, and you got to follow along with the words, mm-hmm. and there were these really cool pictures, and it was awesome. Kind of um, showed you, like, almost like a storyline, right? Yeah. Um, kind of teaching you how I used to experience music. Music used to be a thing. Like, when you go to the movies, you, you go to the movies, you experience that film, right? Yeah. Same with when you go to a concert, you experience that music, right? Mm-hmm. You can do the same at home if you have the album. And then you, you turn the lights off and you lock the door and you say, everyone leave me alone. This album is 47 minutes and 58 seconds. So leave me alone for that long so I can listen to this. And you absorb it and you take it in like a story. Yeah. And I showed you how to do that. I thought that was really cool. Did you like doing that? Yeah, I loved it. Cool, man. I've been, uh, I, I got this little conversion thing. I've been plugging into my laptop at night and I've been converting my vinyl into MP3s. That's cool. Oh, dude, I got some old original Elvis 45s from back in 1956 yeah and i'm listening to elvis and i'm putting them in my computer so i can have the d- digital downloads of those but nice. there's something different about actually owning the material and mm-hmm. it's hard with the gorillas because i don't know the the songs the the titles or the lyrics and stuff like that yeah. which you know I, I can look it up but it's not the same as holding it in your hands and i'll tell you i've i've been going to the store a lot and every time i go to the record store and i've gone up to second and charles and all those places I always look for a Gorillaz album for you. Yeah. And nobody has them. You yeah. can't find their albums anywhere. We went to Black and Red today, and they didn't have them either. Yeah, they were completely out. Mm-hmm. But they got the Ghost album, the Meliora, which yeah. I had a special order because it was out of print. <laughs> and now they have it. But That's what happens all the time. I know. So anyway, on top of uh, going to see the Gorillaz in a couple days, what are we doing like two days later? Oh my gosh, it's going to be... We're going to surprise uh, my sister by um, taking her to, Dis- to Disney World. Yeah. And 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 this is this will be your third time <laughs> going to Disney World, you, you spoiled rich kid. It'll be my second time going. You yeah. know, we took you your first time. Then you went without us because you're too cool. <laughs> and then now I get to go, which is cool. I'm really excited about it. Yeah. I am. It, it kind of snuck up on us, and it doesn't really seem real yet. Yeah. Uh, your mom and I were packing our bags and stuff. But that kind of leads into our subject that you wanted to talk about tonight uh-huh. that I was holding up on, which I think is cool. Uh, go ahead. What is it? So I've been watching um, <coughs> theories, conspiracy theories on YouTube, mm-hmm. and um, I found this. I thought of this really cool topic. Um, what was it? Top 10 haunted Disney World ghosts? Or, yeah. It's like... Haunted Disney World or something. Yeah, there's hauntings in Disney World. You want yeah. to talk about whether or not the park was haunted. Mm-hmm. So I said, dude, that sounds awesome. We're going to go there. I came up with this list. I found a list online like I do because, mm-hmm. you know, plagiarism. And um, I thought, cool, we'll read this list off. We'll do the show. And then when we go next week, we can check these places out that we've talked about tonight. Yeah. Cool? Yeah. Okay, so should I get started on it? Yeah. Okay, and if you know anything... Chime in, okay? Like how the small world is haunted? Oh, we'll get to that. Oh, yeah. We'll those, get to that. Those but things it, are creepy. Yeah. So, okay. So, uh, you know, a lot of people have actually sworn uh, to see ghosts throughout Disney World, right? Yeah. Um, and a lot of the hauntings have been linked to actual deaths that have happened within the park. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, here's a, here's a couple um, on the list here. First one, 
Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. Okay, tell me what you know about Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, I know that some of the bones are real. Uh, there's like this, there's these bones above someone's bed, I mm-hmm. believe. A skeleton's bed, I believe. And, um, there's been rumors that those are real. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that's... I'm pretty sure they uh, froze Walt Disney's body underneath <laughs> that right too. No, it's under the Matterhorn, dude. Oh. Remember, and he eats Cuban children. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Elian! <laughs> I don't know if anyone knows what I'm talking about there, but it's Walt funny. Disney's like a Spider-Man. Like, he's got his head on a robot spider's body, and he eats Cuban boys. <laughs> Sorry. No, Daddy. <laughs> so anyway, when the Pirates of the Caribbean attraction was being built, yep. there was a construction worker named George. And he had died in the process of, of filming, or not filming, sorry, of constructing the park. Okay. Um, after his death, the cast members began to notice odd things like lights going on and off. And as a way to appease what they assumed to be George's ghost, they began announcing good morning and good night to George. Yeah. Thing is, the days that he isn't acknowledged, George lets them know his displeasure with some mischief. So if you don't say, you know, good morning to George first thing in the morning, yeah. that's when he starts pranking you doing his ghost thing. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, in other words, the ride will shut down. Mm-hmm. Uh, mysterious phone calls will come from the empty control room. And even some say that they catch sight of him on the monitors. Cool. Yeah. On a few occasions, riders have shouted that they don't believe in George. And mysteriously, they end up being stuck on the ride for a long period of time. Cool. I'm telling you right now, please do not do that. Ah, oh, dang it. No way, man. We believe in George. Don't disrespect him. But Dad, I want to just see if it's a rumor or if it's true. Let's just let's just believe, okay? That's how you... how do you believe if you don't know? You have to know and not believe. It's called faith, my son. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. The next one is the Matterhorn, okay. where where Walt Disney is supposedly buried. Yeah. And eating Cuban boys. Uh, One of the most notoriously haunted places has been the Matterhorn Ride, which many workers have claimed to be haunted after a woman known as Dolly died on the ride in 1984. I don't remember Matterhorn. Did did I go on that one? I think the Matterhorn is Disneyland. So this is just Disney in general. Okay, I don't remember that. So according to an article on MSN, the area where the woman fell from the ride and died was known as Dolly's Dip afterwards. Workers often claim to feel a presence in the area where she died. One Matterhorn worker said in the six years they worked on the ride, they never saw the lights working in the area known as Dolly's Dip. They said they always seemed to burn out. Weird. So that's kind of a, a an eerie presence there. Yeah. Okay, here here is this one for you. The Tower of Terror. No, 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 no. I'm scared and I'm scared enough. Dude. Falling elevators is like my worst fear, Dad. That's your auntie's worst fear, too. That's my worst fear. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of the the heights and the dropping and stuff like that. And your mom keeps saying she's going to make me ride the ride. Uh, And I keep telling her I I can't do it. I need some weighted dice because my mom says um, (laughs) if I roll higher than a 10, then I don't have to go on it. And I really need a weighted dice. But you did it before, though. No. No. It was awful. It was terrible. I did the ride with you. No, it was awful, Dad. And you know what's was, was crazy is how scary that ride was with the drop and stuff. In the, in the picture, like, I'm like, my face is all scrunched up. And you see this little, like, demonic girl in the front of our photo yeah. with her arms crossed, just giving the angriest look. Yeah. And I'm like, how are you so stone-faced right now? Because this ride is terrifying. Yeah. 
But I don't like it because that's the feeling I get every time I'm in the car. So. No, I hate like dropping elevators. I hate I hate driving on the road, on the highways, on the back streets. That's the same feeling I get in the pit of my stomach every time I'm in the car, whether someone's driving or myself, because the road rage is ridiculous. Yeah. But anyway, Tower of Terror. Um, at the Tower of Terror, it's said that one of the cast members was a bellhop for the last platform on the attraction. And while loading guests one day, he dropped dead. Afterwards, strange things started happening, especially on the platform where he died. Lights would go on and off, and sometimes the ride freezes at the end of the day as other cast members do their nightly checks. So, <coughs> um, is that actually like a hotel? Or no, just a I mean, ride? It, it's a ride, but... There are still workers working in it. Yeah. And it shuts down while they're trying to get out of it. Ooh. Yeah. People have claimed to catch sight of a ghost in the entrance of the attraction. However, when they would try to look directly at it, the ghost disappears. And what makes it even spookier is that the inspection certificate on the wall is part of a whole list of hidden things to do at Disney World. So, I don't know. We'll have to check that out. No, that is. no, no, no. no. <coughs> um, other famous Disney hauntings. On Spaceship Earth, this is at Epcot, which I don't think we're going to go to this uh, time. No, that's the only thing we're not going to do. Yeah, man. On uh, Spaceship Earth, keep your eyes peeled for a little blonde girl that loves to ride in one of the cars. This little girl also has a companion. There is a little ghost boy that is often seen with her. Uh, people often claim to see a woman in white on Main Street. What's Main Street? Main Street's the main um, street. Oh. Get it? Yeah. That you walk on when you walk into Magic Kingdom. Oh. That big, long street walking up to the castle. Yeah. <clears throat> so there's a woman in white seen on Main Street. She's said to be dressed in all white 19th century clothes, and many have caught sight of her. She is also known to lead lost children back to the daycare center to be reunited with their parents. The woman in white is one of the good ghosts lurking around Disney. That's nice. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And then this one, too, I thought was was obvious. Uh, and I've heard this story before, too. Many claim that Walt Disney is still very present in the park. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Um, he had an office over the fire station on Main Street, mm-hmm. and cast members said that they would turn the light off only to have it turned back on by itself. Um, one cast member said that um, once the light came back on, they once heard somebody say, I'm still here. Yeah. So I think I think that's pretty cool, man. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, what do you have? What what other things did you see? Um, that was it. Uh, yeah, the light... When people turn the lights off, uh, the lights, they come off the building and the lights come back on. Yeah. Uh, they, the light was there because, um, because when it's on, I believe, okay, that light is there because when Walt Disney was there, um, all the employee, that light meant that all the employees had to do their best because, um, he was watching. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's so cool. Yeah. Okay, here's here's another bonus one for you. The um little boy in the haunted mansion. Wait, what? Yeah, haunted mansion's haunted. Not just a clever title. Of course. Title. Of course. Because you know a lot of people too like to put spread their ashes all over the haunted mansion. And yeah. Stuff. They're not supposed to be doing that, but Why? You're putting ashes all over the place. You're making it haunted. You're bringing ghosts with you. Yeah. Yeah. So, California's Haunted Mansion isn't the only one that's said to play host to an actual ghost of a little boy. Someone posting in the Walt Disney World Magic Forums in 2004 wrote that they allegedly took the photo of um, a little boy in the Haunted Mansion. They said, as you'll see in the photo, after clicking the link, it appears as though a child is peeking his head out of the doom buggy and looking directly at me. 
Not only was he not there when I took the picture, there wasn't a child of this age within 20 people in front of me in line, and as you can see, he's only a few doom buggies in front of me. Not only that, what's he doing looking at me? There's no flash, no visible light coming from me. It's all infrared, invisible to the naked eye. Cool. And then he has a picture of the little kid um, looking at him. That's scary. That's pretty crazy, dude. And we're going to go on the Haunted Mansion. No. Because... That's... Ah. <clears throat> ah. I'm a chicken. <laughs> Uh, let's see. We read about George. Mr. One-Way. Uh, Mr. One-Way. Like George, Mr. One-Way was almost certainly an urban legend, one of the most passed-around ghost stories clinging to the Disney parks. It's also the one with the most variations. The one thing that most versions do agree upon is exactly what he haunts and where. Space Mountain at Disneyland in California. Uh, some accounts describe Mr. One-Way as a red-haired man with a red face, Others say he's a kid dressed in 70s-era clothing. The stories say he tends to hang out in the queue for Space Mountain, although whether or not he talks to people while waiting varies depending on who you ask. The red-haired man apparently doesn't, but the boy does. Okay, so maybe there's a kid version of this ghost. <clears throat> According to some video footage, Mr. One-Way doesn't wait in the queue at all. He appears only at the actual ride cars approaching them from the opposite side of the waiting area, the side on which people are supposed to exit the ride and sitting down in an empty seat that he could find. Okay. It's said that he disappears right before you hit the final tunnel at the end of the ride. For what it's worth, a second ghost, dubbed Disco Debbie, is also said to space hunt Space Mountain, although her story is even weirder, as she apparently glows in the dark. Ugh. Yeah, dude. The monorail ghost. Okay, the monorail ghost has something in common with Dolly and Debbie Stone. His story stems from a real incident. Okay. In 1966, a 19-year-old named Thomas Guy Cleveland tried to sneak into Disneyland in Anaheim, that's California. <coughs> Sorry, I've heard this story before. By scaling the park's outer fence and climbing along the monorail track, he was struck and killed by an oncoming train. Ugh. Yeah. These days, it's said that a spectral figure can sometimes be spotted prowling around the monorail track. He apparently only appears at night, and he vanishes whenever a train comes. Cool. Yeah, dude. So, do with those what you will, man. That's Wait a um, What's up? They missed some. What'd they miss? They missed freezing Walt Disney's body. That's just a rumor, dude, and we've already talked about Dad, it. Dad, it's true. And did you know that they cover... That a photo of it leaked out onto the internet. So, Disney uh, made the movie Frozen to, like, cover it up. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's why Frozen was made. I thought Frozen was just, like, a spinoff of the X-Men. That's why Frozen is my favorite movie. Frozen's awesome. Yeah. I love Frozen. Yeah, I love Frozen. Yeah. Yeah. But that rumor, you gotta let it go. No, Dad, it's true. That was a pun, dude. And you missed it. <laughs> Um, oh man, uh, I saw a theory, well it's not a theory, it's true, um, it, I don't know, kind of kills the Disney World vibe, there's a jail under, underneath, um, Disney World. Yeah? Yeah, and there's like, I just, it's weird thinking that there's like, bad people, uh, below you when you're walking and eating a churro and having fun. Mickey Mouse pretzel. Yeah. A Dole Whip. What? You don't remember the Dole Whip? Oh, my God, dude. We got to get a Dole Whip while we're out there. So, <laughs> Waterworld has come up with their own version of the Dole Whip. I won't even try it because I know it's not going to be as good as Disney World. That okay. stuff is magic. Describe it. 
Dude, it's like a, the pineapple, like almost like a slushy, like an ice cream, like a like a sherbet almost. That sounds good. Yeah, dude, it's incredible. <laughs> and I'm I don't even like pretzels, but the Mickey Mouse pretzels, I get down on those. I don't know if it was Disney World, but I think I remember someone ordering cookies for us. Like we would watch TV in our hotel room mm-hmm. and someone would bring cookies to us. Oh, that was totally Disney World, dude. Man, Tinkerbell was giving you all kinds of gifts. Oh, nice. Here's what I did not look up, though, and I'm going to check it out right now. Oh, and then there was a <coughs> uh, crocodile overpopulation and rattlesnake overpopulation. And there was also a thing where a kid got decapitated. Mm-hmm. And then his, like, mm, yeah, at, like, a water ride. Yeah, I really briefly remember something like that. I don't know, man. I all I know is it's gonna be fun. Those are some cool stories, and I know what we have to check out there. Yeah. Uh, we're also gonna go to Universal. Oh but yeah. I didn't, I didn't look up anything haunted of Universal because everything that comes up is the haunted horror nights, which is Ugh. ten haunted houses that your mom is making me do. Ugh. I know. And the thing is, I'll say it on the show, man. I'm not a big fan of haunted houses. Okay. Here, here, hear me out here. I love horror movies. <clears throat> okay, I can hear... Hey, dude, you're... Stop that. So, I love horror movies, right? I love I love yeah. scary stuff. I wrote a horror novel, mm-hmm. which is going to be available for purchase. Just <laughs> don't forget that. <laughs> but the thing is, I, I've gone to so many of those haunted houses, right? Mm-hmm. I don't get jump scared, right? Yeah. I walk through them and I go, oh, okay, there's a dude. There's a guy. Oh, this is cool. Oh, that's cool. All right. All right, let's go home. And that's that, right? Yeah. So haunted houses to me aren't that exciting. Okay. Right? And your mom, she's excited, so I, I got to be excited with her. I, I guess I'm just not excited about Universal at all. I don't like the way they treated me last time we were there. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't fun, but that's in the past. It's yeah. going to be a better time. We're going to check out some Harry Potter stuff. It's going to be oh, great. Oh, yeah. I'm saving up for my own wand. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You going to get Voldemort's wand? Mm, I was thinking about stuff, and I don't. I'm stuck on which wand to get. Yeah? Like, I don't know if I want to get um, Voldemort's or Ron's or Hagrid's umbrella or something. Oh, see? That would be cool. Yeah. That would be cool. Um, Grindelwald. Yeah. The the villain from Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. I think I want either Grindelwald or or Voldemort. Because they, they got some cool wands. Maybe even I'll get Malfoy. You know, I just I just want a villain's wand, dude. That'd be cool. Yeah, we'll see about that. Um, So that's our our haunted episode. It it feels good doing the show. I love I love talking with you. I love doing haunted stuff. And it's cool, man. We uh, decorated our house today. So we got all the Halloween stuff up. Um, Yeah, it should be a good time, man. It's already dark out. We got to eat some dinner. What? But we're going to Burger King. Are we? I thought that we were. Oh, well, they're not closed. It's just... Uh, all the weirdos are out. Dude, it's all the weirdos are out all the time. Yeah, the bums. Yeah, the freaks come out at night. <clears throat> freaks come, come out, out at night. night. Oh. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, is there anything else you want to add to the show tonight, buddy? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. No? No No. Uh, jokes or puns or... Eh, no. <laughs> no? Uh, all the jokes I search up are always puns. Oh, uh, I know. They're so bad. I okay. know. Um, what about Naruto, dude? We've been watching Naruto. Oh, yeah. Uh, Naruto's good. I've been digging that show, man. Believe it. Yeah. Like, it's, it's pretty good. We're like episode five, I think. Uh, yeah. Man, I can't tell spoilers. 
reviews. Yeah, yeah, we don't need to spoil it. We just say, I'm loving the show. It's great. There's an anime out there for everybody. Yeah. You know, I, th- I feel like I missed out on a lot of anime when I was younger. I love all anime. Um, yeah, me too. And and Pokemon. I, I've been loving those Halloween Pokemon cards. Oh, oh my gosh. We went to Big Lots the other day. Uh-huh. And they had... Ah. Uh, gave out our secret location they we had, have enough of them okay they had a giant thing of those pokemon the halloween pokemon cards you can't find anywhere yeah so i don't know if i said it on the show before they're called uh trick or trade and it's like this big bulk pack of pokemon cards that you're giving out to your trick-or-treaters like candy yeah. um the the packs they run like 15 bucks and there's 40 packs of cards in there mm-hmm. and they're they're specially designed for halloween they got a little um Pumpkin Pikachu, Pikachu printed on the cards. Yeah. And so you can only get them in this set. And the problem is we've been looking everywhere for these cards, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know how many stores we've been to and how many times we've been to these stores that supposedly carry them. And it's the middle-aged white dudes that are going out, buying every bag they can possibly find, and they're, they're throwing them up on eBay for a 1000 bucks a bag, <laughs> which really sucks because – <clears throat> I'm not buying them to to resell and make a million dollars because yeah. I'm not ridiculous like that. No. I'm buying them because we enjoy them. Yeah. Because you guys enjoy them. We can give them out to other kids that will also enjoy them. Yeah. Because that's what they're for. Yeah. Right? And you got lucky because you found a couple packs. Yeah. And so we got a couple bags of them, which I'm really excited about. There's 40 packs in each bag. And I'm, and I'm digging them. But 120. Th- yeah, and there's yeah. uh there's only three cards. They're little booster sets, uh-huh. um, add-ons to the the Pokemon game. But if you have anyone you know that you like them, give them a pack, man. That's what they're there for. Yeah. So <clears throat> don't be selfish. That's that's the biggest thing. Yeah, it's cool to have other kids experience the joy that you have. Right. And so many people are out there grumpy, like, oh, I don't. I'm so mad that the Pokemon did this because there's no whatever shiny Mewtwo or whatever. You know what, dude? They're not made for you. How about that? <laughs> so um, with that, man, I guess that's all I have to add to the show. Is there anything you want to add? I don't think so. All right. Well, I'll do some cool artwork on there. Um, do you want to do, do an advertisement? Um, no. Oh, speaking of advertisements, <laughs> uh, me and my grandma went to the mall the other day, uh-huh. and advertisement people scare me because um, there was <clears throat> one... And it was like a makeup sample, uh-huh. and um, Grandma said no, and they're all, here, let me try some on you, and she already said no, and then they kept putting it on her face. Are you serious? Yeah, and um, they scare me because they keep pushing, even when you say no, and then they're all, they try to make a deal with you, they're all, here, I'll give you this, one buck off, and... Um, you say, look, man, I've already made a deal with the devil, okay, <laughs> and all I got was a golden fiddle. Yeah, they just keep pushing and pushing. Um, She, the lady wouldn't let her answer say no. Uh I mean, she wouldn't have no as an answer. And um, so uh, she just bought the, um, she spent $150 on it. She bought it? Yeah. Dude, I'd go back and kick that woman in the butthole. Like, you can't be doing that. <laughs> Concho. <laughs> right? That's a game. We don't play that game here. <laughs> wow, dude. that's what, I hate those people. You know, yeah. I get that they're trying to make a sale and do their job, but there's a way to say, hey, 
uh-uh, right? Yeah. Like there's those guys at uh, Walmart when you go to Walmart. Which oh. I hate to say that word on this show. Um, you go there and it's the guy who says, hey, let me ask you a question. Like, what, no. what TV service do you have? I'm like, dude, leave me alone. Let me ask you a question. Where do I find the Legos? <laughs> Where are the Pokemon cards? Yeah. Do you have any good frozen pizzas? Point me in that direction. Or point me in the direction where you're not going to be. <laughs> Sometimes I get really mean with those guys. Uh, there was one at Target. And uh, it was a couple, year, a couple years ago. Maybe it was last year. Where they were trying to get me to... to it was either Comcast or uh, some phone service or something like that. And I told them. I was like, oh, no thanks. I had you and, and your sister with me. Okay. And we were going to look at toys. Yeah. And I'm trying to avoid this dude. And as I say no, I go, oh, no thanks, man. I'm not interested. Really nice, right? I'll be nice the first time. Yeah. Everybody gets one. Yeah. Then you ask me again, I'm going to say, hey, I already told you no, back off. This dude, I remember, followed us throughout the store, aisle to aisle, until I snapped at him. And I yelled at him, and I made him feel an inch tall. (sighs) Then he came back at me and said that I didn't have to be so rude. (laughs) (laughs) And then I go back. to be so mean. And then I go back and I told him to get a real job. And there's this back and forth banter where I told him that his life was meaningless. <laughs> and that's what happens, right? Because you're so mean. But the, the thing is, I will always be nice the first time. <laughs> and if you're going to keep pushing, I'm not going to be as nice each time you push, right? Yeah. I got told that at work the other day that I was rude. And my response was, I never said I wasn't. <laughs> Right? I never claimed not to be. But everybody has a breaking point. Yeah. Salespeople are my breaking point, dude. And and I'm sorry, but when someone says no and they politely decline, you got to drop it, man. It, consent is consent. That's what I got to say. And no means no. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's leave with that. That's a, that's a good positive statement to end on right there. No means no. Have yourselves a week. And I will catch you guys next time.